switched on on F104 and we're joined by Jake Carter. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks so much for having me on again. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So you have a brand new single out, Milk and Honey. Tell me a little bit about this song. Yeah, so it was a, a track that I actually wrote with a good friend of mine called Conor McQuaid, uh, who's from Dunboyne. We've we've wrote a lot of songs together, actually a good few songs that I've previously released as well. Um, it's kind of one of them partnerships that just seem to work. And mm-hmm. we wrote this track, yeah, over 12 months ago now. And I remember writing it to this day. It was one of them songs that I always really liked. And it was a song that, that happened very quick as well. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it can take you know, multiple sessions to finish a song. But this one, I think we had it written and ready to go within a couple of hours. So um, I went in with the idea. I was actually reading a book of poetry at the time, which makes me sound a lot smarter than I am. I don't (laughs) read much poetry. Um, But it was actually a a poetry book called Milk and Honey. And it it hit a thing in my head. I remember John Lennon had a posthumous album called Milk and Honey. And Mm -hmm. just before I went into the session, I I researched it a little bit. And I was like, what is Milk and Honey about? And Mm -hmm. it has biblical references and how when we get to the promised land, you'll be greeted with milk and honey and stuff like that. So I really like this idea. And we went in with this idea of of writing. And I I had the first line of the first verse written out my phone. Um, from a few weeks before, which was staring out the window of my eyes. Oh, it's so much easier to stay inside of your own head searching for some paradise. I had that line written out um, and we kind of went from there. And I then went took it into studio uh, with Richie McCourt in Dublin. And he, within literally an hour, had the song come to life. It was amazing. It was, it just all clicked really well. It was one of them things. And I'm so happy to, to actually have it out now because it's obviously been 12 months in the recording and the writing and the production process. And it's the first track of a five track EP that I'll be releasing over the coming months. So Amazing. it's great to just have new music back out there and getting back on the bandwagon. And yeah, I'm to be honest, I'm just buzzing, Louise. I'm absolutely buzzing. You can tell, you can definitely tell. And that, that first line definitely sounds like poetry line. So you can definitely see the inspiration there. Is that kind of how it happens? Like, do you get inspiration from everything around you? Yeah, it comes in in waves. It comes and goes. To be honest, like I've I I go through like phases of maybe like six months where I won't write anything because I just don't feel like it. And then there'll be another six months where you could write tons and tons and tons of stuff. It's 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 a bit weird. And I always get asked the question, "How does it like happen?" And mm-hmm. is it something that you you always did? And I remember growing up, I used to be terrible at songwriting. Like it used to be absolutely <laughs> awful. And I think it's just something the more you do, the better you get at it. And I definitely just get random ideas. Like I could be doing the shopping in Aldi and I'll just pull the notes page up and, and write a little uh, lyric down or sing a little voice note. And as, I actually do it a lot when I'm driving to gigs or if I'm driving somewhere for a few hours, sometimes I'll just like turn the radio off and just try and get a little bit creative. Um, but it's weird, yeah, there's, there's no right or wrong answer or right or wrong way of doing it. I suppose yeah. it just it just comes and goes. And it's interesting how it's when it's kind of like you turn off the radio and you have some quiet time that it's kind of like the brain kind of gets a chance to think of these things or kind of think on its own and be creative on its own. It is, yeah. And I suppose songwriting is a very personal thing. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, the best lyrics come from moments in your life where they might be a, a little bit darker or you might be feeling a little bit down or or the opposite. If it's a positive song, it might come from when you're on a high. So I think songwriting is definitely a very personal thing and and sometimes that can be portrayed in the lyrics that, that come out of sessions. Yeah, and I'd say it's quite nice to go with those ups and downs. It is, yeah. And, you know, it's in, in a 
it sounds very cliche, but it, it is like therapy sometimes. I mean, some of the, the my best friends are songwriters and we've come so close from literally sitting and talking about life in different mm-hmm. writing sessions before we even start the writing process. So it definitely is like going to see a counsellor at times. Mm-hmm. And the five track EP, how like how far done is it? It's done. It's ready Ooh. to go. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm really excited. There's some great collabs on it. Uh, I actually wrote a song with Key West. Nice. Uh, we have a track coming out on it now that I wrote with um, with Glover and with Cav, and it's 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 a really good song as well. So I'm I'm really looking forward to getting that out there. Um, and then there's three other songs that I've wrote. I actually collab uh, with a lot of artists uh, within uh, writing songs. I wrote a track with Megan O'Neill on the EP as well, who's a, a great folk singer songwriter. Um, so yeah, they're ready to go now. We're just kind of I'm patiently waiting until the management team and my PR team let me release them. They give if you I the had go. Way, I'd have had them all out in the one week. Yeah. <laughs> Do you enjoy the collaboration process? I love co-writing. Yeah, I love yeah. I love being in writing sessions with uh, different artists and different songwriters and kind of seeing how they do things. Um, you know, everyone has a different a different way of doing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it can definitely if if it clicks. I've had loads of sessions where it doesn't necessarily click between songwriters as well. I mean, I think, like I said, everyone has their own way, but when it does click, it's it's very special. And I think when you get the best out of two songwriters, that's when you know you've got a really, really good track. And then, of course, you have the Academy show then on February the 3rd as well. When do you start planning for that? Yeah, straight away. We're, we're planning now, actually. Oh, wow. The set list is a, it's a brand new set list. I actually hadn't haven't done a headline show in Dublin in, in over two years. So this is kind of, I, I feel like it's the, the return, I suppose, mm-hmm. of myself to the live gigging scene. And I'm really looking forward to, to getting back to Dublin with a bang. Um, we have a brand new set list um, and I, I'm just buzzing. It's it's going to be a great gig. We're already planning different parts of the show as we speak. Um, and there's going to be songs that have been unreleased on the on the show songs that I've released a couple of years ago and the brand new tracks that are are out now with Milk and Honey and the next few tracks to come. So I'm absolutely buzzing about that too. I just cannot wait. It's As I said, it's been a while since I've done some headline shows and hopefully this show in the Academy on the, the 3rd of February is, is the start of, of uh, many, many gigs to come next year. And anyone heading along sounds like they're going to get a couple of exclusives as well. Definitely, yeah. There's <laughs> going to be some tracks that I've I've never performed live before. Um, and hopefully a, a few surprises along the way we'll just put it that way and while we're at it we must mention because we're heading into panto season it's hard to believe November how is it that already? Do you know what I was actually watching a, a TikTok video I think it was Michael McIntyre doing a sketch how every year we get to November and everyone's <laughs> like I can't believe it's November yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing that you said that because it's so true <laughs> but so I think I, I've said that about 50 times over the last two days I cannot <laughs> believe it's November but this is my favourite time of the year. I love winter. I love when we're coming up to Christmas. I love the cold air and mm-hmm. just being fresh. So, uh, yeah, I'm back into panto season again. Nice. So I'm actually I'm playing the role of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast in the first ever production at the brand new Lark Concert Hall in Balbriggan in Dublin. So it's going to be great. It's It's a brand new venue, a brand new pantomime, their first production. And I'm delighted to be to be starring in the show. And you're just going to be super busy with everything that's going on between new singles. That's it, yeah, and... then. Yeah, we have a new single out now, plugging that straight into Panto, <laughs> have Christmas, then hopefully we'll have a brand new single out again in January. 
and then planning for the gigs. But you know what? I, I just love being busy. I love yeah. kind of the buzz of, of back planning, back being out gigging, back doing radio interviews. I love this side of things as well. So it's it's just great. Life is really good at the minute. I can't complain. That's good to hear. People need to go check out the new single, Milk and Honey. Jake Carter, thank you very much for chatting to us. Thank you so much, Louise, and a, and a big hello to all the listeners.